0: why well, steve and i couldn't wait to go to our respective reunions the failures of our former classmates were even greater than we'd hoped and dreamed <laughs> <laughs> yeah remember that um hot shot visual aids captain marcus belski He's a tow truck operator now. <laughs> uh, uh, steal my compass, will ya? <laughs> well, rotten hell, Belski. What about that snot-nosed pom-pom slut, Courtney Pierce? <laughs> Most likely to succeed. Yeah. Well, she succeeded in growing a mustache. And bagging groceries for $3.20 an hour. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that's, that's what reunions are for to laugh and point at the pitiful. <laughs> you know, Al, the wretches, the failures, the, the people who haven't accomplished a damn thing since high school. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Al. So I'm just going to tell you up front, because you're going to figure this out pretty quick anyway. I hated high school. Don't misunderstand me. There were things about high school that I liked. I liked being in band. I had a couple of teachers that I liked. But the overall experience was a negative one. And I'd give it one star out of ten. Wouldn't recommend. Wouldn't do it again. That tends to jade my view of things, there are some reasons why I did not like high school. I transferred high, I went to two high schools. I transferred high schools in between my sophomore and junior years. And I would say point blank, that's the point at which it broke down because of a lot of reasons, most of them culturally based. But for me, high school was... A very, very unhappy time. Not in the sense that I was depressed or anything like that. I wasn't. Made some of my best friends. My lifelong friends from high school. But as a general rule of thumb, the overall experience was very negative And left me very jaded when it comes to dealing with things in high school. Which is why when I look at a case like 1965, when five high school students decide that they are going to protest the Vietnam War by wearing black armbands, I kind of look at that and go, really? But it was a different world in 1965. And in, in that era, school districts were not used to students challenging Precious beliefs. They weren't used to people, students especially, being permitted to have an opinion about anything, let alone geopolitical politics, as it applied in the United States. But keep in mind, these were young people who were between the ages of 13 and 16, and who understood that within a few years, five, at the most, they were going to be eligible for the United States draft. And as the war in Vietnam was heating up, there was some blowback. And these students decided to protest by wearing armbands, black armbands. Now, look, I didn't go to high school until the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. And maybe things were different. I don't really think they were, but maybe they were. My entire understanding of high school culture from the 1960s comes from that idiotic movie *Grease*, and the other one *American Graffiti*. That's pretty much it. Well, maybe *Happy Days*, but that was the 50s, right? So basically, this school district had a problem with these guys wearing these these kids wearing these armbands. Well, at the same time, they weren't really all that excited about worrying about the, the guys wearing the leather jackets smoking or the people chewing gum in the hallway, which are things they were still worried about when I was going to high school. Somehow or another, these five armbands became a national issue because the school district found out that they were going to do this. They hadn't done it yet. The school district found out that they were going to do it, passed a rule really quick, said, if you do this, we will suspend you until you agree not to do it. If the school district had just said, it's an armband, maybe things would be different. But they didn't because they couldn't. How dare these students dare to express their freedom of speech? How dare they stand up for something they believe in? So, of course, the five were suspended. They sued. It went all the way to the United States Supreme Court. The United States Supreme Court said, are you people insane? Get out of here. No, that's not really what they said. What they really said was, yeah, students have free speech. And unless the speech is absolutely disturbing you and five armbands aren't, Because anybody with the brains of cabbage can see that five armbands aren't really a substantive disturbance. You can't really tell students what to say or what not to say. And since that time, we've had this thing called the Tinker Test, which guides school districts when it comes to student free speech. Is the speech substantially disturbing to what's going on at the school? If it is, then theoretically the school can say, you can't say that, you can't wear that, you can't do that, whatever. But unless the school district can show that it is in fact substantially disruptive, then it's okay-ish. They don't like it, but by the way, they have to do that. So instead of actually teaching kids about the First Amendment, the, the wonder that is free speech, the glory that is, the idea that not everybody has to agree to the same freaking thing. Instead, we've had 40, 50 years now of school administrators sitting on pins and needles doing their little tinker test going, oh, does this speech cause substantial distru- dis- disruption? And, and how the hell do you define substantial disruption anyway? I'm a band guy. I'm a band geek. Do you know what a substantial disruption to school for me was? having the damn football team on the on the field so where we needed to play and practice. Get Those guys out of there. That's a substantial disruption to me. I'm sure that wasn't to them, but you get the idea here what is it what, is, what does that even mean? Yeah, I hated high school. I'm mean, not even <laughs> I don't I don't even really want to do this, but but I have to tell you because it's relevant. What I really hated were the, the, the snotty people, the jocks, which was really stupid because I actually was a jock, just not for my high school. I played out in the city leagues. There were some reasons for that, but the bottom line is that uh, I didn't really care for those people, and I really, I know this will sh- shock no one, but cheerleaders just piss me off. They just do. I'm sorry. They just, there's something about them that, rubs me wrong. It always has, and it always will. So it's no great surprise, is it, when the United States Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, has to sit down and take up 112 minutes listening to arguments over a snotty, petulant cheerleader who got snarky on Snapchat. Yes, the Supreme Court of the United States. Heard a case on Wednesday of this week, dealing with a a blonde cheerleader who was mad. Cheerleaders being mad. Oh, my God. The substance of the whole thing was that she was a member of the JV team, the junior varsity team, and wanted to be on the varsity team. But she wasn't good enough. She... She... just gonna say it she wasn't good enough she sucked she was no good she she didn't have what it took to be a varsity cheerleader i know that's weird but it's you know what do you got to have a plastic smile look good in the uniform and be able to memorize some moves that's pretty much it but at, at the same time she didn't have that and so she didn't make the, the varsity team and so she went out with her friends off campus away from the school got on snapchat and posted a snarky, vulgar, curse-filled, explicative-filled post expressing her disapproval, apparently, of the fact that she did not make the varsity squad. She wasn't happy about it. Now, if that's as far as it went, you'd go, so what? What? Some blonde cheerleader somewhere is upset because she didn't make the varsity squad. B, F, D. I mean, really, it's, it doesn't matter. But this being the 21st century and cheerleaders being who they are, one of the other cheerleaders or people associated with the other cheerleaders saw the Snapchat, because this is what happens, screenshotted it and gave it to the coaches of the cheerleading squad who were not happy with her Snapchat and her vulgarity and her explicatives and basically said, well, that's it. We're suspending you even from the JV team. Yep, that's what they did. That's the solution. We're suspending you from the JV team for your explicative-filled, rant-filled Snapchat rant. (sighs) I mean, at some point, you just go, do you people even think and realize that they don't? But there you have it. At any rate, the cheerleader or her parents, which is more likely, just like the Tinker Five, the lawsuit was filed by their parents, not not them. I'm sure the parents filed a lawsuit because now they want to be duly compensated for the offense that their snotty little petulant blonde cheerleader Chick has suffered. Right? This this has to be worth something because how dare they, how dare they tell my precious little angel that she's not good enough and that she's now being suspended because she ran her mouth on Snapchat off campus. This went all the way to the Third Circuit Court, which looked at it and went, Are you are you people serious? What <laughs> why are we why are we here? Now that's what you would hope they would say. But they didn't. They actually took the time to listen to it. And then they wrote, Tinker does not apply. That's the original Tinker test. Does not apply to off-campus speech. That is speech outside school-owned, operated, or supervised channels. And that is not reasonably interpreted as bearing the school's imprimatur. That means the school's actual official position. Well, the parents were happy with this. Basically, that meant that they were right and that their little precious little angel cheerleader could say whatever she wanted on Snapchat. The school district, however, (laughs) was not going to take this lying down. And they appealed it to the Supreme Court of the United States. Which, for some obscure reason that I really can't figure out, sorry, decided to take up the case. And they heard it, as I said, this weekend. The questions were you know, what you would expect them to be. This is all about First Amendment, free speech. What if a student says something off campus? Can the school regulate that? The school argued, the school district argued, that the Tinker ruling should apply because, quote, speech can cause on-campus disruption. You notice they left out the word substantial. Tinker applies off-campus only when a student targets both a school audience and a school topic, and more broadly, this court can clarify Tinker's reach both on and off-campus. That's what the school district position was on this. That's what they are arguing. The school district is arguing if they say anything to do with school that can be a school topic, a school audience, then it should apply. And we want you to extend the reach of Tinker. We want you to clarify Tinker and make it apply. So that we can tell this little blonde cheerleader, no. Because it could have done anyway. It didn't. So naturally, everybody's getting involved with this. 112 minutes worth of arguments because a lot of people had some amicus briefs that they wanted to put into this thing. A lot of people wanted to have something to say, including, by the way, the Biden administration. Yes, the president's administration wanted to weigh in on this because I don't know why. Apparently, the president's interested in blonde cheerleaders too. The Biden administration sent the solicitor for the United States to criticize the Third Circuit's court ruling. Remember that... This doesn't apply, you're you're out of bounds, stop it. They claimed that this would allow students to send out messages on social media from her home every from their homes, every evening, disparaging coaches, teammates, and the enterprise of cheerleading. They're specifically talking about the cheerleader. Such, mes- such messages from a member of the squad would have an evident tendency to disrupt the functioning of a school program that depends on and is intended to instill values of team building and mutual support. QED, we must extend Tinker. That's the position of the Biden administration. Her attorney, on the other hand, said, look, at its core, the First Amendment prohibits content discrimination. Its bedrock principle is that a speaker cannot be punished because the listeners don't like the message. Duh. The Tinker decision is limited to school-sanctioned settings. This court's school speech cases are called that for just a reason. The authority they recognize is justified by and limited to the special characteristics of the school environment. Expanding Tinker would transform a limited exception into a 24-7 rule upending the First Amendment's bedrock principle and require students to effectively carry the schoolhouse on their backs in terms of speech rights wherever they may go. Oh, and by the way, it would also directly interfere with parents' fundamental rights to raise their children. Again, (laughs) I don't know what that has to do with it, but in a way... I don't know what the parents thought about this idiot cheerleaders' tweet Snapchat. I don't know. I know what I I know what my conversation with Ben would be if Ben were to send out a Snapchat saying, "Bleep the school, bleep softball, bleep cheerleading, bleep everything." I know what my response would be. but I don't know what theirs was. Obviously, theirs was to sue the school because the school told her you can't say that, and we're going to suspend you from the JV's cheering squad. <sighs> the justices had much to say during the, during the case. This is normal. Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts asked, what happened if a student is carrying a sign off campus that says that the student does not approve of school bond funding ref- referendums? Hmm. So the student is not in favor. Student doesn't pay taxes, right? I mean, their parents probably do, but they probably don't. Certainly not paying mill taxes. Justice Breyer said that the cheerleader used, quote, unattractive swear words off campus. Did that cause a material or substantial disruption? I I don't see much evidence that it did. And if swearing off campus did cause that disruption, I mean, my goodness, every school in the country would be doing nothing but punishing people all the time. It certainly didn't disrupt any others. It didn't hurt any others as far as I can see in the record. Justice Sotomayor, implied swearing might be difficult to, re- to regulate because it's popular amongst young people. This is great. I'm told by my law clerks, she said, that among certain populations, a certain large percentage of the population, how much you curse is a badge of honor. That would surprise many parents. <laughs> that would surprise many parents? Wow. Justice Kavanaugh told the, uh, the lawyers that the punishment did not seem tailored to the offense. A year's suspension of the team just seems excessive to me, he said. And maybe it is. It was pretty clear from the questions that the court asked that they weren't buying this argument that Tinker should apply. And so, what's the real problem? Well, the real problem is that high school, for some reason, never freaking ends. Now, would I have solved this whole thing? Well, first off, I don't see the court really applying Tinker here. They made it very clear that they weren't all that excited about the idea of expanding Tinker to enable schools to regulate off campus speech about anything. Because if you do that, they will. Schools will start regulating everything. But for the next time, some cheerleader gets her panties in a wad over something. Here's what I would suggest. Same thing I would have suggested in 1965. Who cares? Don't use the... It, let's say you're going to suspend her because you don't want her on the team anyway. Don't use the speech as the excuse. Tell her no. Tell her she sucks. She isn't good enough. We've got other people, you know. The thing about cheerleading squads is there's always other people that want to be a part of it, aren't there? There are always other people that... <laughs> Don't use the speech as the excuse. Don't say, well, we didn't like your Snapchat, so we're going to suspend you from the... T-. Just tell her she wasn't good enough. Tell her the truth. She stinks. And we don't like your attitude. Your attitude is not very cheer. <laughs> tell her that. Don't tell her that it was her speech. Tell her Tell her the truth, that we don't like your attitude. You. You don't display all the time the... The characteristics we're looking for in blonde cheerleaders. Tell her she stinks. Don't use the speech as the excuse. Because once you do that, you've just opened up the door. You've just you've just opened up the door to avarice parents who clearly don't give a rat's behind that their daughter is Snapchatting. Bleep this, bleep that, bleep everything. Dana this is what they've raised like I said just petulant blonde cheerleading to me 101 that's the way they all are as far as I'm concerned and if you're one of them prove me wrong but I think the, the preponderance of the evidence is in my in my court but yeah then again my high school experience was was pretty bad so at the end of the day what do we got here We got two Supreme Court cases with the attendant cost, effort, time, and arguments and debates and everything else over what? Uh, A snotty little cheerleader who didn't get her way and who was mad about it and her parents filed a lawsuit. Why? Because instead of telling her the truth, They told her it was about her Snapchat. They tried to regulate her speech. They tried to use her speech as the excuse and they knew they couldn't do that. They should have known they couldn't do that. The fact that they didn't know that they couldn't do that means that they suck too as school administrators.